transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. Well, I'm here. I'm here. Don't worry. Don't worry. This is an episode of You Snooze, You News. I know that. I was not sleeping on the job. Ah, either way, like I said, welcome to You Snooze, You News. Possibly the world's worst news source. But, you know, that's up to you. Um, it's been another lively uh, batch of days that <laughs> we've swam through. Uh, there's always stuff going on, and that's something you have to realize. It's something that's constantly ongoing. That's one of the reasons why I brought you snooze you news from the ashes. Uh, recently, uh, the last two nights, we've had a we have had the first two, technically the first, but like split in the two, the first Democratic debate. There's just so many Democratic candidates that they had to split it into two nights. There is over 20. I think there's like 21. Uh, Democratic candidates, which is absolutely bombastic. It's crazy. It's just too full of a field right now. Uh, It reminds me of the 2016 elections where the Republican Party was was just stacked with people and you were literally only running uh, like, what, three, two or three uh, Democrats, Bernie and uh, Hillary, and really, I think that was the only ones that mattered. Anyway, um, Oh, also, just since we're talking about the 2016 election real quick, I just want to throw this out there. Fuck Gary Johnson. I wonder what he's been up to. I probably, I'm going to, I want to look that up. Uh, but anyway, back to the Democrats. So the Democratic field is ridiculously full. Like, that swamp is full. <laughs> um, just to name them, uh, the Democratic candidates that's, that uh, stand and that have... Uh, been put into that first debate, which they means they've qualified. They're they're you know pushing. They're doing their thing. And they're running for it. Uh, there's Michael Bennett, Joe Biden, Bill De Blasio, Cory Booker, Steve Bullock, Pete Buttigieg, Buttigieg uh, Julian Castro, John Delaney, Tulsi Gabbard, Kirsten Gillibrand, Mike Gravel, Kamala Harris, John Hickenlooper, Jay Inslee, um, Amy, Klobuchar, Amy Klobuchar, Wayne Messam, Seth Moulton, Beto O'Rourke, Tim Ryan, Bernie Sanders, Joe Seastack, Seastack, Eric, Swal- Eric Swalwell, Elizabeth Warren, Marianne Williamson, and Andrew Yang. That is, that's a mouthful, we'll just say. So, like I said, they had to just, they had to divide them up into two nights. Uh, and they were all just competing for very similar things. Like, both nights they had, they said it was like a randomly sorted thing, but there's definitely no way. Because the first, they had, the first night they, they had, uh, like, just a kind of, just a, a litany of people you probably don't care about. The most important person on the stage in the first night was Elizabeth Warren, and she definitely stood out. I already saw, however, and this is something that pisses me off. I already saw, I was watching, God, it was like some CNN commentary on it. Um, and this lady, this freaking like lady commentator, uh, or was like, was like talking shit about Elizabeth Warren's stamina. And I was like, bitch, what the fuck do you think you're doing? Like, this is something that fundamentally women have had an issue with in like running political campaigns. People attack their endurance and their stamina against their male compo- like uh, male competitors. And it's like, 
That doesn't stack up. You want to talk about endurance and stamina? Let's look at the fucking. Let's look at like the 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 little like side piece for Jabba the Hutt that's fucking sitting in the White House right now. That is not somebody of uh, healthy physical condition, despite what the fucking doctor might the the White House doctor might say. So that was kind of something that just pissed me off about that about about that first. Uh, the the con the coverage of that first night it was like they were talking in terms of uh, uh popularity and i think comprehensive plan uh that first night elizabeth warren shined through definitely she, uh, she she's 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 got the energy she's got the anger she's got the the know-how she's fucking smart and she knows that we need to tackle all of our problems with information and a, a strategy and then take it down and that's what she's like kind of preaching right now you know um which i really appreciate uh the second night however the second night was a little more stacked if you ask me uh mainly because you had pete Buttigieg, Buttigieg, Buttigieg i can't remember how to pronounce it whatever mayor pete who is a real up, up new, like newbie, like real newbie, young cat, openly an uh, openly gay man in a marriage, uh, you know, former uh, you know soldier. He's a fucking veteran, uh, and he's a well-spoken individual. But he's a white guy, uh, so the Democratic Party is uh, kind of hesitant to like fully embrace him. And he's always, and to you know, to to his credit, uh, he's also just like he's a mayor of, a, of an indiana town and that's that's all he's got behind him uh so you know he's probably not going to go too far but i think this is the launch of a of a political career it's kind of what we're seeing with jay inslee the washington governor who i personally have a, some beef with but uh jay inslee is just like he's he's throwing his hat in the ring he keeps like doing that thing he was in the first night but he keeps throwing his hat in the ring you know they can say things like i'm doing this for my kids and my grandkids I want them, I want to look them in the eye and be able to tell them that I did everything I could. And it's like, Inslee, if you wanted to do everything you could, you wouldn't be fucking, you'd just be focusing on your state. You wouldn't be fucking flouting around trying to become president of the United States. What he's doing right now, and this is something you've seen if you've lived in Washington for long enough, you've seen him take stances and push things through the legislature that he deems important and that he has seen like kind of gain uh, popular attention not necessarily things that work or things that are that are actually like you know effective moving forward but just things that maybe have caught people's eye and he's trying to be the face of the green democratic party and it it it's not gonna play man like like i said you're better off just focusing on your own state and like trying to get stuff here because he's not like an entirely lost governor but I definitely, he doesn't stand a chance of being president. Uh, so anyway, moving on back back to night night two. Uh, night two, like I said, was a little more stacked. We had Mayor Pete, uh, but more importantly, we had uh, fucking Joe Biden. We had Dusty Joe, <laughs> as the president calls him. Doesn't he, doesn't he call him Dusty Joe? Uh, and also, uh, we had Bernie Sanders. Um, and uh, the, the, real, the real couple of surprises, uh, for myself at least, were definitely Kamala Harris and uh, Kirsten Gillibrand. So they both 
really had some stuff some stuff to say uh uh senator gillibrand really tried to like hit home on the like i'm a i'm a woman and i've fought for women and women's health and reproductive rights which fuck yeah i'm all for uh you know if i have reproductive rights as a man a woman should have reproductive rights over her own body as well so um that being said she she was really outspoken i appreciated that although she came off as kind of um they kind of tried to brush her off to the side a little bit which i don't know uh kamala harris however was not being brushed off to the side she wouldn't let her she is a very well-spoken uh individual and she she uh i don't know she has some stances she definitely has stances i agree with she has a little bit of a track record in her past as attorney general that um people have already started pointing at trying to like poke holes in her campaign but i i do actually see kamala harris going fairly far if she can keep up her energy and her momentum i think she can help connect with with uh communities i, I just I, I think it'd be interesting to see her go up against uh some like go up in debates in smaller forums that's kind of the other thing that's really the shitty about these forums is that the, the, these two nights were so large that it was hard to like grasp everybody in their stances like there is this this lady marianne williamson who is just an author and an activist and her closing statement really shot herself in the foot but she brought up she was just bringing up good points and jabs at the people that were there because everybody else except for like a couple randoms like andrew yang uh are involved actively in the government and so so uh williamson was up there like like calling them out it was actually kind of fucking cool would will she go far in the race no and especially because her closing statement she was like donald trump like preyed on all of our hate which he definitely did but she's like we need to fight him with love and i'm gonna bring the love and it was, it was just like no i'm sorry no uh so first debate pretty much a travesty the first night they had a bunch of mic messes mess ups that kind of cut attention from them i just really think that they're all a lot of these candidates and i hate to say this but including bernie sanders right now are just harping messages for people the, and there, there's messages and, and extensions of like these like weird squid-like tentacles that the, that the democratic party are throwing out there to see what uh subjects and what things like uh, climate change and health care and uh you know fucking foreign policy and uh, gun violence and all these things like which are going to be the most hot button issues and which candidates press those most hot button issues and get people on their side the most i don't think joe biden is going to survive this i think the democratic party is going to really try and push for him but that through that first debate he was stuttering and flubbing and overwhelmed and he did not look like he was ready to be up there uh bernie sanders was saying the same stuff unfortunately i have a bernie sanders i have the original stranger cover of bernie sanders hanging up above my desk right now why because that was the first person that i've like seen call for a political revolution on such a grand stage and i i, I believe that that's what we need uh but you know bernie sanders he was when asked about some of the subjects that kind of made him uncomfortable he started turning around and going to the back to the old you know we need to take down the big corporations and all that. Now, I don't disagree with that, but that's not everything, Mr. Sanders. Get deep. Um, 
so overall, I think there's a ton of really non-serious candidates that they're the Democratic Party just throwing there to just basically trash talk Donald Trump, which every one of them did basically, except for like a couple of candidates. And I think that was a very specific move. It felt very, in my opinion, it felt very coordinated with a handful of the individuals and the host, uh, the hosts of the debate, which I think was MSNBC. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. Um, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to seeing how far and what else they. Uh, you know, well, as, as debate's going, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. But that was just, like, pretty much a mess and a real rough introduction to the large fucking swamp that is the Democratic uh, presidential candidates. Um, but either way, you know, I wanted to cover today in history. Today is June 28th. That's the day I am recording this, you snooze, you news. And in history today, in 1997... Mike Tyson bit a dude's ear off. That dude's ear was Evander Holyfield, and he went on to win that bout because Mike Tyson was disqualified. But that happened today, on June 28th, 1997. In 1942, following the Nazi occupation of France, all Jewish people in France over the age of six were forced to wear the yellow Star of David, thus identifying them and making them stand out as targets. Don't forget history. Uh, in 1820, scientists finally disproved that tomatoes were poison. I still think they are. Uh, <laughs> yep. So, lots of stuff happens on June on June 28th. Um, one of the current things I was thinking about in current news and history, I was, I couldn't help but but just popped into my mind. Uh, Recently, I keep reading random reports about artists and musicians sending like cease and desist uh, letters and notes to uh, the White House or to Donald Trump or the Trump Organization. All because he's just because he's going around to these campaign rallies and the and the like, and he's uh, using other people's musical properties and other people's uh, works to help promote himself. And a lot of these other people don't agree with him, <laughs> which is the thing. So I, uh, I was over on Insider dot com and they like last year they published like a, a list of musicians that that have kind of like come out as being like really furious and just like what the hell Donald um, the first one that should not surprise anybody the, the first musician to to tell Trump to go fuck himself and stop using his music and stop using his music was as a matter of fact Neil Young uh, Rihanna has also did, done that REM sent them a cease and desist letter the Rolling Stones have twice sent uh told them to cease all use of their works uh guns and roses pharrell adele uh queen the prince estate told them specifically to stop using purple rain stephen tyler of aerosmith have sent out uh letters telling them to stop using their their music and that just got me kind of thinking like it was it's true that like stop you take it's not like donald trump has spent his life creating works of art or creating things that other people uh, recognize or want to use or want to see why can't we just start taking away these things like legally he can't uh, if it's not in the public domain like why is he getting away with using these things I mean um, I think Axl Rose of all people uh, have made a mention that uh, his organization and perhaps the, the venues that he's using are specifically taking advantage of licenses that uh, kind of broad stroke certain 
musical properties into use, but but it's like kind of a loophole that they're using that shouldn't really be working. Uh, but that sort of seems to be the thing with uh, with Donnie Trump and his campaign <laughs> and his like whole administration is that they just find loopholes and they use them until until somebody comes along and, sa- and plugs it and says, nope, can't use that anymore. And then they just find another one. And I understand that. Uh, in high school, I was that kid that, that would read his entire handbook uh, just to find a way to break the rules. But do I think that that works for a functioning... Uh, government? No, I don't think that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> so that being said, this is uh, you know, like I, I'm gonna keep covering. I want to keep covering the, uh, the the debates, the the on the oncoming election cycle. Uh, you know, I also want to keep talking about um, things like I want to I want to start breaking down the Constitution article by article. I think it'd be a wonderful thing to do. It's a nice refresher for myself. Uh, I, I don't know if anybody out there who's listening would actually need it, but, you know, things like that. Um, I'm always open to suggestions. I'm always open to news stories. If you have any uh, cool links on news stories or anything to, uh, that you want me to try and check out topic-wise, send them my way. Uh, you know, I'm on Twitter at Old Heart in Space. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Old Heart Radio. Uh, you know, keep us, uh, keep us informed of what's going on in your part of the world. And I'll keep you informed on as much as I can about the rest. So, you know, keep your brain on. Do your thing. I believe in you. This has been another episode of You Snooze, You News. June 28th, signing out.